Yeah, I totally butt-dialed you guys. <laughs> I think you saw me for a couple of minutes there in the midst of some homework, getting this ready. Uh, my bad. Finger slipped on the button. Let's see here. What a day, what a day. Holy shit, we have so much going on. I was just throwing so much stuff together for this. We've got John McAfee, maybe, dying, maybe not. Who knows? Reported suicide. We got news of Dong's defection. A lot of thoughts, a lot of speculation theories out there. Uh, I'll show you a couple of my favorite ones from Thomas Wichter and Brian Cates on Quad Verum. And then I want to talk about some of the mainstream media's latest hit pieces against this Arizona audit. Uh, they're attacking Patrick Byrne's new movie, Deep Rig, and they're using some movies that I've helped make in the past and uh, to do that. And even Rachel Maddow last night ran a segment featuring clips of... Uh, yeah, above Majestic, and you could hear my voice at some part of it. Thank God she didn't show my face. But, yes, I will talk to you about that and show you the clip, the full Madhouse segment. We'll talk about it, uh, react to it live, and so much other stuff to UFO reports, Earth's pulse, weird science news coming out about that, uh, lots going on. So we're going to hit all of that right after this quick word from today's sponsor. In today's world, it's obvious that most food has become made for convenience over substance. This has led to everything becoming so processed, and thus nutrition deficiencies are more of a problem now than ever. One of those nutrients is omega-3 fatty acids, a good kind of fat that is essential for our brains, immune systems, organs, and many other bodily functions. Research has shown our modern diets to have a fraction of the omega-3 compared to our ancestors, and this can cause all kinds of problems, especially with inflammation. To balance out your fat ratios and get the good kind of fat back Back into your body, go to omegawithjordan.com and check out the quality oil products available. Visit the link in the description below to get 51% off your orders. Don't wait and let your health go to waste. We got DLive working today? I think we do. For some reason, it wasn't working on Monday, but DLive's good, Twitch is good, and then we should be on Foxhole as well. So we're all systems go today, my friends. And we're going to start off talking about John McAfee McAfee. Uh, news started breaking this morning that he was found dead in his prison cell in Spain. And at first I saw these new the news on like Forex websites and stuff that didn't really look legit. So I wasn't paying too much attention until I started seeing it on places like the New York Post and more mainstream media give it attention. And I started thinking to myself, okay, well, let's just take a look at this. It says report, first of all. So it's a rumor. And I think that's what I posted on Telegram, even like, word on the street is that McAfee had uh, committed suicide in his jail cell, if it's real, if, if, if. And instantly when this surfaced, people started digging up his old tweets, and rightfully so questioning it, questioning if he got epstein basically, because some old tweets of his, like this one, for instance, of October 2020, around the time he first got arrested there in Spain for uh, tax evasion, it says, I'm content in here. I have friends. The food is good. Know that if I hang myself a la Epstein, it will be no fault of mine. And this was last year, October in 2019. Some other tweets of his started surfacing. Again, making people question it. He's saying in this one, he's collected files on corrupt people. And if he's arrested or disappear, 31 terabytes of data will be released to the press. Now, this one said coming today. This was like two years ago, so I don't know what that was all about. But you know McAfee, dude's kind of all over the place. And in this one here, again from 2019, he said that he's been told that a lot of people basically want to kill him. So he got a tattoo that said whacked. 
That's kind of the crazy dude he is. So anyway, news says he hung himself. But then we get this. And this happened literally just like two hours ago, way after, way after the news first broke that McAfee had been epstein There was a cue. Yes, this is real. Let me, let me refresh just to make sure that this is still up. Oh, still up. Uh, big ol' Q posted to his Instagram account. This is making it even weirder, folks. Even weirder. I don't know if you guys have seen this yet. Some people look like they haven't. A lot of wows and, yeah, <laughs> wows live. This is weird. This is most definitely weird, yet news is still going like Reuters. Well, they report here his lawyer, some lawyer, said that McAfee died by hanging in that Spanish prison. I think at this point, folks, it's just, it's up in the air. Like, I, I have made no particular judgments about this. Could he have been Epstein? Sure. Always a possibility. Obviously, as of more people are realizing these days, that's a possibility. Uh, is he just chilling somewhere? I don't know. Is he is he hanging out with Defector Dong, and they're toasting a glass, laughing in, <laughs> laughing in defection? I don't know. I don't freaking know. Could have been him posting that cue to his Instagram account, and this whole news being broken about him dying was a distraction or some sort of, uh, you know, total troll. Might have been somebody else posting that to his Instagram account. Of course, we just have no idea. No idea at this point, and we'll see. We'll most definitely see. And speaking of Defector Dong, even the mainstream media is questioning what the heck's going on with this guy. All sorts of headlines saying it's shrouded a mystery. It most definitely is. And some of my favorite takes I've seen on this have come from Thomas Wichter and, like I said, uh, Brian Cates and Dwayne Cates on the Quad Verum Forum. Just going through threads here of them looking like they're theorizing, speculating, uh, making guesstimates as to what's going on. And they're essentially saying that, well, if if this is real, and again, I mean, the world we live in, folks, it's there's a lot of ifs out there. You got to if, if, if all day long. But uh, if this is real, number one, it's significant dong defected to the DIA, not the CIA. And being such a high-ranking official this gentleman was, it's likely that Dong had been an asset or leveraged by the DIA, an informant, if you will, for a while now, months if not years. The speculation is that uh, this could have even been planned during Trump's administration. And then also just all sorts of different ideas as to, well, Joe Biden probably not knowing at all, and was it Wichter or Cates that even suggested that it was likely that the Chinese officials meeting with Secretary of State Anthony Blinken a few months ago that they didn't even know then, and the Chinese officials might it might have brought it up to the U.S. officials then to their surprise and informing thus Blinken and maybe Biden as to what was actually going on with this is a possibility. I do think that is a possibility, and if this is real, hopefully it is. Um, that'd be huge. The defection of the ages. Now let's move on here into talking about uh, a lot of the heat that's going on, the Arizona audit right now, and the angle the media has been using the past couple of days. We have Arizona Mirror here, which is a local, I think, Phoenix affiliate, mainstream owned likely, but they're running the, of course, typical establishment propaganda, saying a conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy theory film that portrays the Arizona audit in as critical 
And, of course, they're talking about Patrick Byrne's Deep Rig movie, which comes out this Saturday. It premieres. And Rachel Maddow even ran a full, like, five, ten-minute segment. I have a five-minute clip of here that I'm going to share with you. We're going to listen to it together and hear her cry, act, I don't know, just act a fool, and then say all sorts of crazy things. But, yes, Rachel Maddow even. And she played clips of Above Majestic the movie that I had worked on that released in 2018. She even played clips of uh, some of Cosmic Secret 2, which I didn't have a production credit of, but I worked with basically the same people on. And both of these movies were primarily about secret space programs, uh, extraterrestrials, a lot of different theories, ideas, speculations around that. A lot of information was presented as fact, and that's why these days I have, you know, different thoughts on those movies than I guess I had a few years ago, but... We'll talk about that soon. Let's listen to Rachel, uh, good old Maddow, <laughs> see what she has to say about this. CIA declassified a document that describes a cataclysmic series of events. The main message from the ETs are for us to prepare ourselves. You know, I had no idea. I thought I knew. I thought I knew about these things. I did not know. The ETs, the aliens, much, and that, what they did, I didn't know. They are preparing us for the end of the world. They're, I think, going to cause the end of the world. I don't know if that's supposed to be good. The aliens, these cute little, like, deflated Pillsbury Doughboy white aliens, they're kind of good, but it's also kind of the end of the world. Turns out it's all just hidden right out in the open. Uh, that was a mo movie? Do we call these things a movie? That was uh, a film that was released in 2019, at least 2019 when it was posted online. Uh, the same filmmaker also made this the year before. Now, in this you will recognize some of the same dudes from the other movie, but in this movie they have different haircuts You're and the they have dude, different Rachel. purported expertise. No tire tracks and no footprints. The Germans had a settlement on the moon, they had a settlement on oh, Mars, David. and they were doing this as early as 1939. Between the age of 16 and 17 years old, I was transported to the moon, and after 20 years, I was age regressed, back in time, and then returned to civilian life. This money is going into underground military bases and voice. secret space programs with technology far beyond what many of us could even realize. At some point, this is all going to break open. The more you get involved, the more compromised you become. They may actually kill you. Did you see the giant skulls? The skulls of giants there at the end? The giants? Who were also maybe old, rich Dutch people who got their portraits painted? Yeah I, yeah, I know, huh, 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 ever seen those together? And if you put those right next to a turnip, I'll tell you what, turns out that the giants were maybe the ones who did 9-11, and also I think shot JFK. It was the giants, or it was the aliens that did that? Maybe the giants got killed by the aliens this after they shot JFK. This is supposed to be JFK. journalism, Honestly, folks. It's hard to figure out. Journalism. But I will tell you, as this filmmaker has evolved over time, his aliens have gotten better looking. <laughs> They've gotten more more stylish, at least, kind of cooler. Can we say that his aliens are getting more hip over time You're as his about movies about them evolve? They're certainly smelter in the in the in the man's later work, to be sure. Uh, I mention this 
Uh, I mention this and I introduce you to this filmmaker's work because for the future of our republic and one of our two major governing parties, it's important to know that that guy, the Aliens Did 9-11 guy, has a new movie coming out this week. Uh, his 2018 movie was Nazis in Space and Aliens Killed JFK. His 2019 movie was Aliens Are Eating Our DNA and Freemasons, whoa, watch out! And here comes the end of the world, but don't worry, the aliens are very peaceful seeming and they'll be cool with you if you watch these movies. Those were his previous works. This? Now his new whoa, movie, which comes this? out this week, is about the Arizona audit. The so-called audit of the Arizona presidential election result arranged by Republicans in the Arizona state legislature. That is the subject of his next movie. And he appears to be sort of the authorized documentarian of the Arizona audit. I say that because his movie apparently does feature all the people who are doing the audit, all the big players. The opening scene, for example, in the trailer for the film is Ken Bennett, the Arizona Republican official who has served all this time as the spokesman for the audit. But there he is, talking to the, you know, Nazis on the moon, aliens did 9-11 filmmaker. But while he is, if you look at the background, he's at the site of the Arizona recount audit thing at that arena in Phoenix, talking to the aliens did 9-11 filmmaker about the Arizona recount. Uh, the, the movie also includes lots of footage and testimony from the guy who writes books about treasure hunting and whose big claim to fame was inventing a handheld barcode scanner shaped like a house cat. That's the gentleman who now claims to have secret technology he can't disclose to you, which he calls kinematic artifact detection. It is secret, but it is supposedly being applied to all of Arizona's federal election ballots to prove, to prove, to prove that Donald Trump must have secretly won. My ears. Ask the secret cat scanner. The movie also includes, apparently, uh, the CEO who is maybe also the sole employee of Cyber Ninjas. Um, that's the firm, the guy, who's actually running whatever it is the Republicans are doing with the federal election ballots in Arizona. Uh, his name is Doug Logan, the CEO of Cyber Ninjas. He was shadowed out visually in the original trailer for the movie, but they used his voice. When local reporters in Arizona recognized his voice and realized that was him, uh, the filmmakers recut the trailer to make Doug Logan's voice digitally altered. Then when everybody laughed at them for doing that, they issued a third version of the trailer, this one with Doug Logan from Cyber Ninjas cut out entirely. But if you think you are ready to learn the truth about the 2020 Arizona election results, and you specifically want to learn that truth from the guy who finally figured out that it must have been aliens who did 9-11. Why is that dude so mad about a movie? Oh my God. She can just cry and cry and cry all friggin' day long. So, Here's like 50 different things about that. Number one, she's talking about Roger, who I worked with on Above Majestic and who I knew for and uh, was affiliated with for a few years there. And uh, also, no, we never put anything in those movies that said aliens did JFK or 9-11 or whatever the hell she's making up. And then, yeah, possessed by the spirit of sarcasm, just dripping it so roger is working on the deep rig movie he helped direct it with uh, a few other producers and the deep rig comes out this saturday now it looks like 
the cinematography of it looks great. It looks awesome, and they got a lot of great names in it. I'm stoked to watch it whenever I'm going to be able to. But, uh, yeah, it just, <laughs> she's, they're taking that angle, smearing the whole thing. Uh, and when it comes to Above Majestic and Cosmic Secret, like, quite honestly, uh, if I could redo Above Majestic, I, I probably would. You know, as time goes on, we learn new things, and if you are continuously awakening, you don't, of course, set yourself into one belief system. You change your mind as more evidence comes along, or you realize that maybe you don't have evidence for certain things you believed. So I, I would totally redo. I would totally redo Above Majestic if I could. There's certain individuals in that who, uh, you know, I, I no longer support or necessarily believe in certain things said in that. But anyway, uh, Roger, you know, it was great making Above Majestic with him and working with him while I did. I haven't talked to him in a little while, though, about a year, year and a half or so, because he and sort of, you know, the, some of the crew that I was affiliated with, they decided to go make Austin Steinbart's movie. And that's when I just kind of respectfully said, all right, your guys' choice, you know, that's fine if you want to do it. I, re I still respect you guys, but uh, I'm just not going to be, you know, anywhere near that. So they went and did their thing. I went and did mine. And I don't know if they're still affiliated with Steinbart or not, but yeah, basically like that's, that's Steinbart doc crew is now making uh Burns doc, which is a little weird, but still, I still support the deep rig and I'm going to watch it and it looks, looks awesome. So hopefully it can make waves and it comes out this, uh, this Saturday, they're doing like a live stream premiere event and then we'll see where and how it gets released after that. Anyway, getting back into, uh, these articles here, I just have a few I'm going to go really quickly through, and then we'll get into talking COVID and vaccines, and then uh, good old-fashioned UFOs, back onto that subject. So, right here, YouTube suspending Real America's Voice channel after their interview in which Trump says he didn't admit defeat. Of course, big surprise, you know, this Saturday, Trump also has his rally in Ohio, and speaking of which, Trump's rally starts at 4 p.m., I think Pacific time, 7 Eastern, and that live stream event for Deep Rig starts at 3 p.m., and it's like a four or five hour long thing, so I, I don't know who did like the scheduling with, with these sorts of things, but uh, bad timing. Anyway, Trump's rally in Ohio Saturday evening, I'll be watching that for sure. We'll see where we can watch it. Clearly, it might be tough to get it on YouTube, that's kind of a question mark. Uh, next up, Warren Buffett stepped down from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, resigned from the board, probably running. Everybody running is uh, running from Bill Gates right now. <laughs> oh, geez. Next up, Project Veritas put out their latest local news insider that's uh, blown the whistle on her own station, CBS reporter out of Detroit. Remember, there was there was Houston the other day, Fox reporter from Houston. Now we have CBS in Detroit, and she's coming out with her story about the network and their forced vaccination rhetoric. This is uh, this is big. Hopefully, it'll make a lot more people start to question that pharma and question those vaccines. And uh, another person we should rightfully question is Fauci. Question how the hell this guy's still in government. Uh, Fauci is going off about this Delta variant which they're calling it the Delta variant because I think they tried to they tried to call it the India variant at one point, but India said, screw you guys, call it something else. So now it's the Delta variant. And Fauci is saying on NBC that 
20% of new cases will be the dominant COVID variant within weeks. As so it goes. But here's some weird things about this variant. Okay, check this out. Here's a few stories about it. Let's put the picture together here. Business Insider and Yahoo News. And of course, you know, one mainstream media organization prints it. They all start sharing it. It's just the same narrative starts to go wild. You don't even know. You know, sometimes it's tough finding out like what the prime source was. But uh, it's always good to. Anyway, top Delta variant. Symptoms reported in the UK are a runny nose and headache. Because most young people affected uh, are very young or partially vaccinated. So they're calling the symptoms for this Delta variant runny nose and headache. And then runny nose and headache. And then we get this one. Headline, could COVID be spread by trees? Pollen can carry hundreds of virus particles and may increase the risk of infection in crowded areas, scientists warn. You see what it sounds like they're setting up? First time we heard of COVID was during the flu season. January, last year, flu cases, COVID cases, woo! And basically, they just started calling a bunch of flu cases COVID, pump up the numbers. Now, we get this Delta variant coming out, news about it. And they're saying, oh, you got to get vaccinated extra. Vaccines also protect against this, against this Delta variant. And we're hearing about the symptoms of this, of this thing being headache and runny nose. And now they're claiming, could COVID be spread by trees? Now it sounds like they're trying to just make people who have allergies, think they have COVID, and then they'll go get tested. They'll get a shitty PTR, PCR test that comes back as positive. And, ah, uh, it's allergies. Allergies, folks. Where did allergies go? Watch the cases start to plummet. And that's why young people and vaccinated people have it, because they're the ones that have really bad allergies because their immune system already sucks. Ah, uh, can't even with these sociopaths and how they twist all these stories <laughs> to get us believing some some back ass words truth so anyway yeah soon they'll close national parks can't go camping now right next up they're definitely having to reframe their narratives the lancet updating a letter lancet medical journal that dubbed covid lab leak a conspiracy theory of course the lab leak talk these days is now mainstream and it's Almost confirmed, more or less. You're not a crazy conspiracy theorist suggesting that anymore. And you're not even censored on big tech. So that's that's big. If you're not censored on big tech for it, well, then it's obviously the truth. Now the Lancet is having to rewrite, calling it a conspiracy theory. I hope this goes to show you maybe a little bit more that a lot of science these days is is a joke. It's It's pure political propaganda and they can manipulate the statistics very easily and the way the narratives go through the grapevine now they come down from the really the authoritative institutions and then the so-called experts that we look up to that look up to those institutions they get the narratives they get brainwashed that brainwashing goes down the vine to us it's just how the system works you gotta you gotta understand it and a lot of these science journals medical it's it's been all centralized you know they centralize science into these like top five medical journals top five physics journals top five something like this just like media it's all been centralized this last half a century and it is uh it's a religion these days folks scientism yes it's not science science is a process they call science a noun like it's a thing and then try to brainwash you with that thing oh so you don't trust the science eh it's that stick they're trying to beat you over the head with so the Lancet is rewriting, rewriting their bullshit, and so is the WHO, so is the World Health Organization, altering their recommendations. 
They used to say children should not be vaccinated. Now it says that uh, it essentially suggests it. There's not enough evidence on the use of vaccines against children. And they're basically saying that children 12 and up should, uh, you know, they tend to have milder diseases, but it's less urgent to vaccinate them than old people, kind of softening the blow. These crazy people, you know, nobody wants their vaccines anymore. So they're rewriting the narratives. They're fabricating the science. They're getting their political puppets out like Kamala Harris to gaslight the absolute shit out of us. Literally, Kamala Harris at an event there in, oh, where was she? I'm not quite sure. Atlanta. She was in Atlanta. And she was telling activists to knock on doors and harass people who have not been vaccinated. Just the desperation. You know, Kamala Harris is just crazy freaking psychopath. My God, she's almost worse than Hillary, isn't she? <laughs> the, way, the way the fake just, you know, comes out of her. But... That's the desperation. And then we have Jill Biden here. You know, Jill Biden in Nashville at a pop-up vaccine clinic, she got booed. And again, the gaslighting commenced. Let's take a listen to this one. Now, you know, this state still has mm, a little bit of way to go. <laughs> Only three in 10 Tennesseans are vaccinated. And... Well, you're booing yourselves. <laughs> no, bitch, they're booing you. They are not booing themselves. That is a guaranteed fact. Fact check that. True. So, <laughs> desperation, pathetic. I mean, you could go down the list of these people. So, moving on from that, let's get into this Pentagon UFO report. Same shit, different day. I mean, literally, I was showing you my very last video two days ago of all the media reports that were starting off calling it a Pentagon UFO report. It's like, it's it's such a subject that these people have no freaking clue about, the mainstream media, and I don't know, that goes for like 90% of people out there. They have no freaking clue about it, so they're just going along with what they hear and what they're told, and clearly the public is told by the media, the media is told by their bosses and whoever gives them the talking points at, you know, four in the morning. So here's what we know about this report. Uh, it's definitely not U.S. technology. It might belong to Russia or China or the aliens, but it's definitely not the U.S. <laughs> this, is, this is literally what I've been saying for so long. I don't know. I felt like I've been out there for, for years and I have been saying this exact thing, that this this UFO disclosure push would all be the, just this big limited hangout. They would use it as a distraction. But what they would do is twist the truth, try to set up their gatekeepers for the narratives, give us some just partial BS narratives. And if you're seeing it in the media, if you're seeing it on big tech, you know, you got to question it. So there's that. Bill Clinton talking UFOs some more. He was on some show in the UK this morning. Maybe some, like, morning show of theirs or something. You can see him there with his sen senile look. Kind of like Joe Biden, both of those guys. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, yeah, still beating kind of the narrative drums, like trying to get this some attention. We have that Harvard professor, Avi Loeb. He's writing a piece here for the Scientific American. Scientific American. And he's saying there's a possible link between Oumuamua and unidentified aerial phenomenon. Again, if you got Harvard guys, Bill Clinton, the BBC, 
the the ones they continue writing about in these articles, like Luella Zondo, Chris Mellon, you get. I don't know. I feel like I'm just a broken record trying to beat this into people's heads every single video. But I'll just I'll keep doing it if it needs to be done until people get it, start questioning this mainstream media garbage and understanding there's so much beyond what they're telling us uh, that's been hidden for a century now, you know, almost that long, at least since the 40s and 50s. And here we have the Guardian, the Guardian. Scientists identify 29 planets where aliens could observe Earth as if they need to stick to their planet to observe us as if their, of course, propulsion technologies wouldn't allow them to get here and stay cloaked or something of this sort. And they even sort of admit in this article the findings come as the U.S. government prepares to publish the hotly anticipated Pentagon UFO task force report, whatever. So clearly all this is going on to pump it, to pump the distraction uh, and pump people into their gatekeepers, purely. They're gatekeepers of the narrative. You know, it's just sad. It's so sad what's happened to that UFO community. I've broken away from, I, I don't know, almost all of it. And it wasn't even like I wanted to. It was just so many folks, not even in the UFO community, that I've come to learn about over the last four or five years. But I'm seeing a lot of the same patterns repeat in sort of the Q community and the truth community at large in that, there's a lot of grifting. There's a load of grifting going on, and people just don't give a flying shit about really the substance of what they're delivering to their audience. They don't even care if what they're saying is true a lot of the time. They just say it to get the clicks, to sell the ads, to you know get the attention, validation, if you will, maybe too. And uh, <laughs> it's really, it's bad. So there's grifting going on, people just not even fact checking what they're saying or themselves or anything. And a lot of infiltrators, too. A lot of infiltrators. I'm fully convinced that there are assets and possibly agents all over the place in the ufology community. I mean, literally, some of them admit to being, like, you know, former agents, right? But then you got a question. Former. How former is it, really? And also, you know, in the sort of truth movement, Q movement, patriot movement, too. Oh, you have to be careful, folks. So, yes. Thank you, friends, who are telling me to stay independent. I just, I always will. I always freaking will. And I've turned down a lot of events. I mean, a lot of events I used to get invited to, a lot of conferences, like the UFO ones that I got invited to once, I don't get invited to back anymore, you know? I went there once, and I was just like, all right, all right, you're going to invite me here. I'm going to drop a fat turd on that stage, and you probably never want to invite me back. And that's exactly what happened a lot of the time. But <laughs> I don't care. I just laugh and... We just expose the fake. You know, there's a lot of fake out there to expose and a lot of ignorance. And you got to be gentle with it because a lot of the time, a lot of people don't even realize they're being ignorant or they have ignorance within them or that's cognitive dissonance they're getting when they hear something they don't like. A lot of people are just useful idiots, unfortunately. So you have to have grace and compassion for them. But at the same time, uh, you got to tell the hard truth and accept the hard truth, right? And research those hard truths and hopefully come to terms with maybe those beliefs that are just dumb as shit that you're believing, but you shouldn't be, right? You got to come to terms with that or come to terms with the things that you're not believing, but maybe you should be because you just haven't come across the evidence or you get triggered when you come across the evidence and you call it fake or, or crazy for whatever reason. So anyway, guys, that's my ending 
uh, rant tirade to you guys. I appreciate you all for being here live. I'll get these replays up tonight, and we're going to hit some Q&A for a little bit, maybe 10, 15 minutes, so treat for any of you guys that can ever join live as you get some of that after these videos. And then uh, I'll be working on other stuff this coming week. <laughs> I wanted to get some stuff done today, but it's been a crazy uh, 24 hours with Mad Cow and McAfee and all this stuff going on. So anyway, guys, uh, replay coming soon if you are tuning in late. And then I'll be live again on Friday uh, as close as I can to 3 p.m. So see you next time, everybody. Take care.